Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. All right. There we go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle podcast. I am with my next guest, the wonderful Magdalena Urich. Uh, I was practicing how to say your your name before i have a history of uh making mistakes on the show with people's names especially you know Mm hip-hop artists it's always the pronunciation but i think it's like the european names i actually am okay with so um for anyone who doesn't know magdalena she is a fantastic volleyball player model brand ambassador you do it all um, but you've also been on the national team for, I think it was for Croatia as well, um, representing your country. Um, so for someone who is obviously extremely uh, skilled at their level and top of their game, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and kind of get an insight into kind of what makes you tick. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And uh, I especially appreciate you, uh, practicing how to say my name because in America, my whole life for the last six years, whenever they announce me on the game or wherever, it's like always like Magdalena Jurek or some yeah weird pronunciations. But yeah, thank you. Well, my last name is Berkovich, so uh, I get it as well. So yeah, it's. In, to be honest, you kind of grow up European and you kind of get how mm-hmm. it feels. And also on your Instagram, it says how to pronounce it. So I don't really exactly, get. Exactly. But because it's weird, because it says you rich, like people, like people think that it's not pronunciation. People think that it's like, I'm saying I'm rich or I'm saying that you're rich or something <laughs> like, I don't know. It's weird. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, like, are you from somewhere where I'm from because of your last name or not really? Well, it's funny. Because, like your roots? Well, it's funny because I was in Croatia, as as you know, we were talking before this. Right. I was in Croatia. And when I got to my hotel, they were like, are you Croatian? And I was like, yeah. I get it a lot, but no, I'm, I'm Russian, actually. But it is I a very, know. like, Croatian last name. I yeah, get it so I much. Because see, I see with the accent, that's like how it... um how all of our last names end. So that's why, like, yeah, you get a sense. Yeah. Look, I don't mind being mistaken for being Croatian. I, I It's, like, the best <laughs> thing for me. Thing. It's a good thing. When I go to places, I want to be a local. Um, I don't want to be like, oh, he's Australian. Like, he, we can spot yeah. him out a mile away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can scam him. You can scam <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I look, like, I have a blend. Like when I was in Italy, they thought I was Italian um, and Mm -hmm. I loved that. Um, But when I was in Budapest, when I was in Budapest, they definitely didn't think I was a local. They could tell I was a foreigner a mile away. (laughs) Mm. Well, 
as I said, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show and and kind of get an insight into because I've been obsessed with sports and obviously hip hop. Hence, having a hip hop show, and I think there's huge parallels in terms of you know being really successful in music, but also being really successful as an athlete. Um, but have you noticed kind of parallels between people that you meet and people that you're you're kind of hanging around with because I feel like it's this this drive of self-motivation that you need for both of those things like the cool thing about sport is the accolades and all the fun that you get but the the things that aren't fun are the things that ultimately get you to your success Mm -hmm. well um I do want to um mention a UCLA volleyball player that became a rapper Uh, recently um I saw an article his name is Kofi Kid, and recently I saw an article how he compares uh, being an athlete and like all the responsibilities you have and like the drive you need to have to play all of your games and stuff. Um, he kind of like compares it with the music and with the music industry, and he's saying how it's like really similar, similar because also in the music industry, in industry you need to like have the drive and like the passion you need to be like responsible with some stuff. And so, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like I can relate to him a lot. And also another thing I was gonna try some music stuff soon. I can't really say too much, but I am working on a, like a little project so I can like really relate to this UCLA player. Like we have like a lot of in common. So that's not really, um, you can't really see that often, like athletes being connected to music and stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. Well, you have the odd NBA player who goes into hip-hop, but I do agree, like I haven't heard many volleyball players becoming athletes. Um, But let me ask, I know you said you can't say a lot about you going into music, um, but do you have a genre? that you're thinking about jumping into? Uh, <laughs> probably not like rap. I don't think I can like rap really good, but like something like in that genre, cause like hip hop today, like it's not all rap. Honestly, it's not all rap. There's a lot, lot of different, you know, like levels to it, but like definitely like, and why hip hop? Because that's what I listen to. I don't think I can do, or perform anything else like any other genre of music if I don't listen to that type. So like you know, like you're performing what you love, what you enjoy, what kind of comes natural to you. Well, I was gonna say something that is a theme on your Instagram is like every mm. post seems to have hip hop lyrics, and I was like, geez, if you aren't yeah. a hip hip hop fan, then yes. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I am. <laughs> everybody, I think everybody knows that. Yeah. When did you start listening to hip hop? Uh, when I discovered music, because I don't listen to any, I, I. I'm lying. I do listen to maybe sad songs sometimes when I'm in the mood. But like other than that, it's just hip hop, and it's not necessarily just American hip hop. Russian, uh, German, uh, Croatian, uh, Serbian, like just yeah, hip hop and rap. Well, you and I are on the same page. I'm, all my friends, they're like, I have no idea how you listen to the only the one genre of music 
for your whole life. And I'm like, but it's so like, it's so many like different, like it's, it is the same, but it's like so many like different vibes, like with each songs and like, it's just, yeah, it's not all the same, you know? Yeah. Well, the only way I describe it to them is like, it's like, you know, when you jump into a pool and then all of a sudden you see this new world of like, there's yeah. this genre within the genre and there's this style and there's these flows exactly. and there's these beats. That's what I wanted to say, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. I need you to to like hang around with me and tell my friends that I'm not the crazy one, that they're the crazy ones because like they're always like, how can you just listen to the same thing? And I'm like, you yeah. know that my 2,000 plus songs on my Spotify shows that it's not the same thing. Like there's mm-hmm. so much within it. Exactly, like you, you like I was searching for a word but like you said it perfectly it's a genre within a genre within a genre so like yeah that's what it is and how how were your parents my parents were historically not positive when it came to my choice of music (laughs) they're um hard traditional catholics so no um (laughs) they do listen to music obviously but like not rap not hip-hop just like this Regular, I'd say gentle music. Yeah. Yeah. My parents always said it would be a phase and I could never be successful if I listened <laughs> to, to hip hop. Oh my God. Yeah, literally, because yeah, I would, I, the first album I ever listened to was Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. Um, and so they were like, this is, and I was falling asleep to that album. Like that album changed my whole world. Um, but they were like, yeah. when I was a teenager, they started going like, hey, you, you can't listen to this forever. How can you work corporate? How can you be successful? And now, like, hip-hop is essentially the only genre of music that's everywhere. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, back to that album, one of the albums I still listen to, and, yeah, one of the best ones, honestly. Yeah. I appreciate the, like older like it's not so old but like older hip-hop and like older rap not so much the new ones like these young rappers and stuff because um i don't know it's like kind of all the same topic about like girls and butt and stuff but like older rap was more about like the streets and like life tough life and all that stuff so like i kind of like listen and appreciate that more than the new ones. Well, why do you think that is? Why do you think the music's really changed into like talking? It's really, it's really sexual at the moment. That's what it feels like. It's like hyper-sexualized. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know why I blame Instagram. Uh, I blame Instagram. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know the reason why. All I know is that, like, I can definitely see, like, the big change and the big shift. So I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Like, you can still find good new music. For example, Pop Smoke, one of my favorites. No longer with us, unfortunately. But, um, yeah. But I don't want to name any rappers that are new that I don't like. Because, like, I don't want to throw no shade. But, like, there are definitely some new ones now on the scene that I'm, like, like, yeah, this is rap, but, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, it's too 
happy for me, but it's like the beat is like it's like a beat and like it's like I I would call it flower wrap, like wrap full of flowers, like butterflies, like nice things and stuff. So like that's not my type of rap. Like my type of rap is like tough and like I don't wanna say rough, but like, you know, like let's say dangerous rap, let's say. If you know what I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I've always been like a fan of nineties hip hop and then early two thousands. Right. Like the right. the beats were like kind of basic and kind of but they had mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. kind of yeah, rough. They had this rough feeling. I think the vibe, it, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes in music now it's overproduced in the sense mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. the thing about hip hop historically was that it wasn't perfect and that it wasn't like the best sound all the time, but it kind of added, it was like the compilation of it all that added, but now it's like, yeah, overproduced. And I feel like that's like pop rap in a way, what we're talking about. It's yeah. Exactly. Pop rap. Yeah. And the older rap, like just the energy it gives you while you listen to it. And just like the whole thing and like rap now, like the new one is like, like, yeah, you can listen to it, but it's like I'm not gonna like feel like adrenaline. Maybe like for pregame, like for my pregame music, consists of Fifty Cent, Pop Smoke, um, Raf Kamora. He's a German rapper, uh, and like that kind of stuff. Like not from these newer rappers. So gotta yeah. get me going. <laughs> yeah, I'm always worried though that that's how people like. Hey, Aaron, you're getting old. That's how you know you're getting old is like when they're like you're not with the like youngest generation of, of Yeah, hip-hop. but think about it. I'm I'm about to turn twenty three. Like I'm young. Yeah, you're and young. I yeah. And I still listen to the older. Well, that makes me feel better because I'm turning twenty I'm turning thirty soon. So, you know, my life is pretty much heading towards its end. I'm getting That's ready. Not old. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. What? No, I'm it's turning I'm, towards where? No, I'm I'm like I'm just panicking. I'm in my dramatic phase of life where the big thirty, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was actually more scared of turning twenty five, honestly, than I, I am of thirty. Because I was like, honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna soon turn twenty three, but like I'm thinking about, oh my god, like twenty five is in two years. Like that's kind of kind of like a milestone. Like you're not like you're young, but like not so young anymore. If I can be honest, though, the best years of my life are when I've been getting older. Like, I reckon so much better. Like, I don't know, maybe it's different as a man. I don't know. But, like, I've definitely felt that, like, you know, 28, this year, 29, and, like, this is where I've started to hit, like, a new phase of, like, just personal confidence, but also the things that I'm doing are better than I was doing before. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. a phase of my life in in the sense like I'm just feeling mm-hmm. more settled in who I am. So I'm definitely enjoying like late 20s yeah. and hopefully early 30s. Um, but I was, yeah, enjoying it more. No, I think you're right because I was watching a podcast. I think I think it was with Andrew Tate in it or like I'm not even sure, but like the whole – it was like – 10 people at the table and they were talking about how like for um women like they're probably their best age is until like 24 25 while men they're like um 
like I don't know, like more like stable in their head and like mature and everything. They're like becoming who they want to be in like thirties, like thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. That's their best age. While for women, it's a bit younger. Yeah, so. I think the measure is different, though. I think what they they yeah. were talking, they must be talking about just physical beauty of like they, they did mention that, yeah. but for men, they were talking about like characters development and like personality and stuff. So I mean, yeah. that might have been some other podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it, it was definitely the looks were definitely being mentioned. Yeah. Uh, all those podcasts are all the same. They're always like, yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah. They are. They are honestly just, just they changed the girls, but like it's the same uh, type of girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They get the same type of girls, and they're like, "What's your What's your ideal man?" And they're all like, <laughs> "Oh, he has to earn five hundred thousand, yeah. six foot, uh, great looking, <laughs> adorable dog." No. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't do any of that on my show. Maybe if maybe yeah. if we did, I'd go more viral. But, uh, yeah, I have no intention of oh. having those conversations. Uh, it must be exhausting having that same conversation yeah, time and time yeah. again. And to earn your audience that way. Yeah. Just yeah. the energy is different. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And they always, like, <laughs> end up fighting. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that. I guess we kind of are attracted to that. We like a bit of like the drama. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. So, can I ask, how's it for you traveling a lot? Because you seem to travel, you know, to Europe, back to LA, and then obviously going back to Europe to compete, all these different things. How is it kind of getting over the constant travel and being on planes and, and just? The rhythm of it all. I love it. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah, sometimes I'm tired because of the jet lag and stuff. But I don't know. I just love exploring new cities, meeting new people, just having new adventures and stuff. And like, so I'm on the plane as much as I can be, as much as the my career allows me to. Uh, and like being in, like on a volleyball team, my whole life um you always travel somewhere maybe it's not always by the plane maybe sometimes by bus in a different country because in europe like you can do bus like you don't need to travel everywhere but with the plane but america is a little bit difficult to do bus so um i was here on a college team we went everywhere florida texas utah colorado arizona i don't know where and then on my private time i went to new york uh, miami i don't know hawaii different stuff and so um i met so many new people made so many great new contacts and saw cities saw different i don't know just different cultures and it's just i don't know i feel like it's a rich experience and i think Everyone should do it. Whoever gets a chance, just travel. Just anywhere. It doesn't have to be far. It doesn't have to be a different continent. Just travel to a city that's maybe five-hour drive from you and you've never been. Just to, like, experience something else, you know? Yeah. 
I agree with you. I think travel broadens the mind and, you know, mm-hmm. meeting new people is like a different type of people is really mm-hmm. weird. It's interesting because you'll have different type of people in the same country. Like I'm sure yeah. like going to Florida is a real shock compared to mm-hmm. like LA. Cause I mean, I've never been to LA or Florida, but from what I've heard, uh, they're very different people. Yeah. It's not just the people with the water too. And it's like very humid and stuff. And when you get to travel so much, like you also learn to appreciate where you're from. You learn to like, you know, appreciate your people maybe more because you saw maybe some negative stuff. And maybe like if you also travel so much, you maybe see some things where you want to be if you're not there right now in your life. So maybe you work harder to get there. And so, yeah, I think travel is a beautiful thing. Do you have a place that's like stands out to you of like one of your favorite cities in the world? Well, uh, it stands out to me in a way that like I imagine myself there. I never was there, but I really want to go there and I feel like it will stand out. And that's um, Tokyo, Japan and the Great Wall of China and just Asia in general. Like I've never been to Asia and I feel like places there are just gonna like stand out to me like i can't like guarantee they will but like i i do want to say that i i don't know like if they but like they just sound and look so like interesting to me but like i don't really have time right now to go all the way over there hopefully one day if i can let you in on something that might not be secret you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb like you are (laughs) going to like yes, there is no under the radar for that. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stand out. Yeah, I saw on YouTube when I was uh, watching some vlogs and stuff from uh, travel travelers that go there. Um, they don't. They're not even that tall, like six four, like I am. Like they're maybe six feet, five eleven, whatever. And they're like, everybody wants to take a picture with them, and it's weird that they came there, especially in like not a major city. Like it's it's. I guess it's weird to have like a taller person over there. Yeah. So, yeah. Not only tall, like you're not just tall, like you're very mm-hmm. tall. Um, and yeah. also being white in those countries, like you just honestly, you will, exactly. you will stand out. Like I only stand out cause I've got a beard. Like that's the, the thing they don't have as like beards like this. This is like very mm-hmm. like European facial hair. Right. But, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I don't they're, know many they're wild. That house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Highly recommend. I mean, my favorite place has always been Europe. Like, that's just. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I've so been to. Australia? Well, no, to travel. I do love Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne to me is like the best city in the world. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm biased. We do have it all here. Um, like, sport, culture, food, literally anything. We got it. Um, but definitely to travel to Europe is up there for me. Asia, no, I, huh? I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been to Japan. I definitely want to go to Japan, but I've been to like Thailand a few times. I've been to Bali. I've been to Hong Kong. I've never been to China, so I should probably go to China at some point. Um, but I've definitely been to a few countries in Asia. Um, it's just mm-hmm. different. I love European culture. I just love the mm-hmm. cobblestone streets mm-hmm. and I just love 
everyone sits and eats outside. There's something about that to me. And the weather is really nice in summer in Europe. Well, for me, it's maybe um, Asia because I grew up in Europe. So growing up, I did see a lot. I went to Germany hundreds of times, Italy hundreds of times. It's like so close to Croatia. So it's like, um, yeah, obviously I appreciate Europe. I think it's like one of the best continents because of the old culture and everything. But like, um, I do want to explore more. So maybe like Europe is not my number one for travel just because like I grew up there. I was born there and I like I'm used to it, you know, so it's not like something new for me. Well, if you're heading down to Asia, you might as well take a little bit further and go to Australia as well. You might as well. Ah, Yeah. Well, I do want to go to Africa. I would like to see Madagascar. Um, so, yeah, I just want to travel everywhere. I want to see Brazil. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a problem. I want to see everything. Yeah, it's a problem when you're like, I want to see every country. It just takes more money uh, and more time. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but hey, it's a good problem to have that you want to travel. I f- like, because I feel like there are a lot of people who just never travel. They never leave their hometown, which is really because, strange. Because they're comfortable, and I feel like that's okay too. Like, I prefer this side of life, but, like, if you're comfortable, if you're happy, if you're not looking for something more, uh, I think that's fine, as long as you're happy, as long as you're doing what you love. Well, then that, that makes me think, like, what are we searching for that we haven't found yet? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're happy and they're just, like, own place. And we're just, like, I got to go somewhere. I got to do something because, yeah. I know. I don't know. I, me, personally, I'm looking for love. I don't know what you're looking, but I'm <laughs> saying that necessarily I'm going to find it somewhere else if I travel. But, yeah, I don't know. It It is something, probably, that we're looking for. So, we like to travel. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think maybe maybe it is being single. You're just like because I'm I'm still like all right. I want to go and I want to go and experience things. And it's yeah, jeez, mm-hmm. we got into a real existential place of like maybe it's yeah, maybe it is the the love that we're looking for and just we're looking to replace it for now. Yeah, 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 replacement. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, does your family get to travel with you a lot? No, honestly, no, because um, they work all the time. My parents just um, working, and then my brother and sister, they're in high school. So it's it's that they're all back home. So it's tough to, like, arrange everything, and they don't have, like, that much of a vacation, or if they do, then I'm in school. So it's just tough. It's easiest to travel by yourself. Maybe with a friend or two, but when you're traveling with friends, it's so difficult to arrange everything. It's too expensive for someone. It's too cheap for someone. Someone doesn't like that type of apartments. Someone wants in a hotel. Someone doesn't have money for a hotel. So, and destination, to like agree on destination. So, yeah. And when you do travel by yourself, like wherever you get, like you can... You can go to the street you want. You can go, let's say, to a museum you want, to a party you want. Like, you don't, like, nobody is going to, like, make you miss something because, like, you have to go where your friend wants to go. That happened to me a couple of times. So, like, I just decided to travel by myself 
or with a maximum one friend. So, yeah. Rah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no that's okay. It always you happens. You hear him barking, right? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, if if there isn't background noise in one of my shows, is it really one of my shows? Like that's that's kind of how you know that it's live is obviously there's stuff going um, on in the, yeah, yeah. in the background. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I've never traveled by myself. I love having people around me. Um, but, but yeah, maybe I'll have to go on my own and, and just take that leap of faith. You have, I feel like you have much more experience if you go by, it depends what kind of person you are, but to Dubai, I went all by myself. I was supposed to go with my mom and her sister and, his sister's daughter so like my aunt and my cousin and the cousin had an exam and then her mother didn't want to go because of her and then my mom was like oh she has work or something i don't know so i was like screw that i'm going by myself i paid for my ticket and everything and i had such a good time met so many people and like i went everywhere i was barely in my hotel where like i think if i did go with them because my mom and like her sister they're like bit older like they would maybe be tired and stay in a hotel and then we would feel weird going without them you know so um i don't know you know like i feel like i get to experience much more if i was alone Hmm. do you know what i will say the cool thing about europe is that once you're in the eu that's that's it. There's no security at airports. They don't really care as much. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you the best. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Back here, not like that. It doesn't matter where you go. That I feel like Australia is like a Wait, mini where? version. I couldn't hear you. Like in, in, in a mini, Australia is a mini version of the US. Like everything that is happening over there seems to happen here. So we have pretty like mm-hmm. strict border security. I know that there are, a number of rappers who got kicked out because they just didn't meet the security. Like the game came to us. I was supposed to go to the game um, when he came and he wasn't allowed in. Um, LA Confidential? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, um, we met one time, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, online, like he DM'd me. We didn't meet, but like, yeah. But yeah. I ended up finding out later that he just DMs everyone. <laughs> so, I, so I didn't feel special anymore. Yeah. 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 I feel like that is a very rapper thing to do. Mm, yeah. Especially LA rappers. And... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. He was supposed to come to Australia and, and he came. He actually came. He arrived and they just didn't let him in. He didn't have his paperwork right or was whatever it was. Back? Well, I think he had shows in New Zealand, so I think he went to New Zealand, uh, but the shows got cancelled. What kind of paperwork, like other than passport, like visa? American I think visa. Um, I don't know. I don't know the details. I would love to ask mm-hmm. him. So, game, if you want to come on the show and let me know what happened, that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, it happens quite a bit. I think Johnny Depp didn't get let in because he had his pets. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. Pets like uh like exotic yeah, his pets? dogs. No, nah, he had his two little dogs and uh, maybe they didn't get cleared or whatever. So Johnny Depp got when he was back with Amber Heard, I think they both got kicked out. They weren't allowed in. But I feel like if you're um such a big celebrity that like your management team or whatever, they would check all that stuff for you and to make sure you can get in. 
You would no. think so. Apparently, Australia doesn't really give a fuck about that. They're just like, bye. Yeah, with Djokovic, <laughs> yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah, 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 Djokovic. That was tough. Yeah, that that honestly a little wild, but but it happens. Wild, wild, but yeah. How was it for you during the the COVID and during like you know competing and and being an athlete? Like, did you feel a significant change in? the way you had to go about, you know, the rhythm of, of what you were doing? Well, yeah, because the whole year, all of our games canceled, all of our workouts, everything, practices. Um, there was this one gym. I won't say the name because, like, I was sneaking into it. Like, they, it's all, all of these regulations and stuff, so I guess you weren't supposed to um, work out and, like, closed like with no windows and doors and stuff so they were like outdoors but it was still a gym because they it was like a garage door or something but it was like really big and so i guess i don't think they were like supposed to be open but like i was going over there and uh like we were told that like we can only work out at home with whatever we have but i was sneaking over there because like i wanted to work out and it was just tough because like everybody got lazy and you know so I don't know like really changed the dynamic for me and I was supposed to go home for the summer like I always do and they canceled my flight so I wasn't able to and it was just crazy did you feel did you see a lot of people give up like their sports over that period yeah yeah because it's like either they find a different purpose or like they're like oh the gym is closed i can't go so okay but like me that wasn't the case yes gyms were closed but i found a way so you can always find a way yeah but did you did you feel like you got rusty like i'm sure it's hard to find a volleyball court during covid that lets you in oh for volleyball no i was not playing volleyball because there was nowhere like towards the end of the year in 2020 like stuff started to like maybe happen like yeah with the mask and eight people at a time and stuff like that but like there was something happening while when it first the first breakout like there was nothing to do grocery stores huge lines in front of grocery stores um all these limits and yeah i would not like to go back no we had uh, pretty bad lockdowns here, but one of my friends, he's like, oh, yeah, I know. yeah. And one of my friends was like, it's the best time of my life. Get paid, do nothing. He was so oh. happy. He's like an introvert. And I was like, man, I'm going crazy sitting at home. And he's just like, he set a project yeah. for himself, like three movies a day. Like he would just, yeah. Yeah. I think me and my roommate, I think we watched all of the Netflix, like, uh, I think at the time it was Outer Banks and Ozark and all these shows and like we we know it by heart. But yeah, for a lot of people it was a good time because because like you said, introverts and if you like working from home, it's good for you. Like you can't really go anywhere and like yeah. But like for us extroverts, like no, that was like a lockdown, lockdown. Well, felt like a prison sometimes. No, it definitely was. We had, yeah, curfew. 
Um, well, that's curfew. why yeah, we I had curfew. Yeah, we had to be like at yeah. home by 9 p.m. Yeah, Los Angeles had curfew too. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised we kind of let it all happen. I don't think we'll let it happen again. That's kind of the vibe really? that I get. Well, I think these days people are like, hey, it's kind of crazy that we let the government decide like when we can leave our house and how far we can go because like we had a five-kilometer limit. Like you couldn't even leave five kilometers. And now that I look back, I'm like, that was kind of insane. No, like we should have never let that happen. But I have an, um, my dad's uncle and aunt, they uh, live in Australia. I'm not sure which city I feel like it's Sydney. I don't know. But yeah, they were telling us all these stories and how like some neighbors, I think, uh, called police on them or something because like they knew that like another car pulled up to their um yard and it was like their daughter and like they they weren't supposed to be any like family gatherings and so like you you saw a lot of uh, uh real people's like like people's real characters and like real faces and like your neighbor that he would like snitch on you like that like but like snitch on you for what like you're you're seeing your daughter you know so I agree. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, I used to put like stuff in my boot to be like, I just came home from the supermarket. So if I ever got pulled over, I'd be like, I was just okay. in the supermarket. So I had like, you know, like, you know, soy milk or something like in the back. And so just be like, I had to go to the supermarket so that I had like a good excuse of like being out. Um, so, yeah. It was crazy. Like, think about it. Like, Freedom was taken away from us. Like, that was not a freedom. No. no. That's why I think, like, we would never let that happen again, I don't think. I think it was I like... I hope so. Well, yeah. I hope so, well, too. Well, there are a lot of people that believe that those measurements are needed and required in order to stay alive or well or whatever. So, I'm hoping that it won't happen again, but, like, you still do have people that like if it happens again they will do it all over again because they believe the system and the government and yeah yeah it's weird i think being european and having european heritage you kind of have seen governments of the past yeah like like where yes. i'm russian so like inherently growing up you don't trust government purely because of like what you've Inherently, seen through generations. you get the yeah. different vibe. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're hey, like th- something's off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you just are like, okay, well, it looks like we're going to have to find a way out of this to, but yeah, I think it was like the first time we saw it in the Western world, weirdly enough. I think that's, that's why people went along with it is they were like, oh, they, I mean, we're so used to being free that we didn't realize that our freedoms were gone. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How how long do you see as like your, your volleyball career? What's the the length of time that people usually, you know, compete at a national level and, and internationally? Well, for me, honestly, like my story is a bit different because I did start in the fourth grade, but then I didn't like it because I was being bullied. And then oh, I'm sorry. fifth, sixth, yeah, it's okay. Fifth, sixth, the seventh year of elementary school, nothing, just different sports, trying out tennis, swimming, 
um, track and field, like just trying out everything. And then eighth grade, I got back into it because um, like one of the coaches, because it's a small city. So like, you know, everyone. So one of the coaches like called my mom and he was like, oh, like, where is she? How has she been? Like, I remember her being talented, like what happened? And then he told him everything about like bullying and stuff. And so he was like, okay, like I want her to train, but like I'm going to put her um, in a senior group right away. And mind you, I was eighth grade at a time and the first like first team, they were like 20 plus years old, 25, 26. So it was like scary thing for me, maybe even more than the younger group where I would be bullied. And so I wanted to try out. And then for like a month, I was just um, practicing with the volleyball on the wall. Because, like, all these girls, they were hitting the volleyball super hard. And it just looked so scary to me. And um, in the meantime, like, after a while, um, I joined the team, managed to join the team. I played there a little bit. And then I think after, like, a year and a half or something, I joined the national team. And then I was really, like, curious about America and American college and playing volleyball here and I'm getting my degree at the same time and so um some of the coaches like heard that and there was this one coach that had his own club in California for like high school and he told me that if I go earlier um like before I want to um do college that I'll have like uh way more offers and that I'll get to know the system better and the language and everything so I was like, oh my God, like, yes, perfect opportunity. I was, I think, sophomore in high school. And then I came here to finish junior and senior year and then got some offers for college, D1, committed. And then I just graduated yesterday. Congratulations. And I have, thank you. And I have two more years of eligibility. Um, so in Europe, when I say eligibility years, like they don't really know what I'm talking about. So it's basically like I have um, a right to play in America for two more years. So I think I will um, use it for my master's. And then when I'm done with that, I'm hoping to go pro if my body like still is good and everything. Um, pro somewhere in Europe. I'm hoping for one season in Japan just to see the culture and like maybe brazil but like where i'm really hoping to play is like turkey italy france germany those countries so i don't know about volleyball in australia it's not big yeah it's not big here yeah yeah Yeah, we don't see a lot of it like rugby well yeah rugby's big in sydney um so Uh we got yeah there's like different styles of rugby so there's two different types Uh there's nrl and then there's um and there's rugby union, so there's league and union, and they're different style. But league is bigger. But then we've got Australian football, um, that is absolutely oh. massive. So AFL, that's probably like one of the things that I follow the most. And then we've got cricket is huge. Cricket oh. is one of the big ones as well. So it's probably AFL and rugby in winter, and then cricket during the summer. Um, they're but probably basketball, the volleyball, soccer. Basketball is like getting European. way bigger. Basketball is um, getting that. There's I, a I lot think of people. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people follow the NBA, NBL, like mm-hmm. our local league is getting bigger. Soccer mm-hmm. is, there was like, it was growing. And now I feel like the AFL is back to 
to like kind of dominance again, but mm-hmm. we just love sport. Like honestly, mm-hmm. any sport. We've got the Women's World Cup, uh, I think, the FIFA World Cup in July mm-hmm. coming to Australia. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that'll be really massive as well. Well, tennis is like often in Australia, right? Yeah, like we got the Australian Open. Yeah. So that always turns out a crowd. We've got the F1 in Melbourne as well. Uh, that comes. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we we have so much sport here. Like there's always sport going on. But there's kinda, always something. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love it here. There's always something yeah. going on. Um, yeah. That, that's why you said you got everything. Yeah. 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 Literally, we got literally whatever you want. We got it, and we got the best hidden cool bars. Like you kind of know, got to know where to go. But we got some. Because there's no such thing as like Australian food, um, mm-hmm. so we've got all the different food of all the different cultures around the world. Like it is just so good. That's the one thing I missed in Italy was like when you go to Italy, it's Italian food, whereas like when you're here, you can get it all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But honestly, like living in America, like when I go to places where they claim it's Italian food, no, yeah, no. It's different. So it is something authentic about every country that they have so you, that you can't just get anywhere. Because, like, in America, like, oh, yeah, you have Chinese food, Italian food, all these food. But, like, when you try original food in the original country, it's, yeah, yeah not it, it hits different. Mm-hmm. So what is Australian food? Like, what is the classic? I mean, Vegemite is, like, the iconic um it's like a salty spread like we uh-huh. genuinely don't have australian food like there is no australian cuisine where i could be like this yeah. is mm-hmm. what we eat but yeah. um yeah so we've just essentially stolen everybody else's food and kind of created our own versions but i think you know immigration was great for us of like just having yeah. all these different cultures in our city has really helped and it was funny it- my go ahead so, I was going to say my brother, he hated white sauce like in pastas. And so when we went to like Rome. Like the cream sauce? Yeah, but when we went to Rome, uh-huh. we like I made him try my carbonara because obviously they don't make it with cream in Italy. They just use the egg yolk and the part and the and the quality uh-huh. cheese. And he tried it and he was like, oh, hold on, this is way different. And I was like, yes, you have to have the authentic food yeah, to really understand what it's supposed to be. Yes, yes, exactly. So I'm blessed that I got to try a lot of different cultures here because like now when I go to Italian or Croatian place, I'm like, mm, what did you do here? Like that's not <laughs> that's not what it's supposed to be. I feel like so it's I the quality know. of ingredients. Huh? I feel like it's the ingredients that they use. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the type of meat they get here and yeah yeah it's different yeah because croatian seafood is amazing because it's all fresh thank you yeah because we have the sea right there (laughs) yeah so it's not like it's it's imported from indonesia or somewhere you know it's like croatian uh, authentic seafood from our sea sea. and they i mean when i went to a restaurant they brought out the fish that we would be having they were like hey we caught this today like we yes. we kind of have to sell yes. it because because yes. yes. they don't freeze it they literally are like yeah. we caught it today we're selling bad. it today yeah 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 they like catch stuff in the morning and then they prepare it 
But I was going to ask, uh, so is it true that like in Australia, like kangaroos just jump around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I get to work every day is I like get in the in the pouch in the morning and I'm like, you ready? I've got the Joey next to me, the little one, and then we just <laughs> hop to work. Um, <laughs> yeah. You hop in a little pocket. And yeah. In the pocket. It. And I'm like, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, the, my my real answer is depends on where you are so like obviously in the city no but yes there are definitely areas where like there are kangaroos that just jump out and they're massive like they're they're like aggressive uh they can be you can't like pet them like a cat no No. they will kick you and they're strong too like (laughs) there are ones that get hit by cars and the car is totaled but they walk away like they're so powerful they're so strong um oh, so no. yeah that we there are we've got some wild stuff here the the wildlife in australia is not uh not so chill the wildlife anywhere i feel like is not chill yeah we just got a lot of spiders we got snakes um oh, yeah okay. you know yeah, yeah. that fun stuff sharks yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. getting here it, to be honest i make it sound bad but honestly you will be fine like in the city obviously yeah no i know i know I have a friend, she used to um, play basketball in my college, Carla, and she's somewhere in Australia, I don't know, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd really like to visit, because it's not like I don't know anyone, now I know you, I know her, I know my dad's uncle and aunt, so I think it would be really cool, but it is far, like from anywhere, from anywhere it's far. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is far, but it's worth it, we can show you the spots, um, the the cool the cool places. Um, I mean, to be fair, I did fly to to Denver last year, so that was like close to thirty hours of travel. I flew to obviously Europe Denver, recently. Colorado? Yeah, yeah, I went there for work. Um, uh-huh. so so yeah, it so was. Do you, do you fly like on that side of the world, like across Pacific? Well, I had real fun flights. So I had to fly from Melbourne to New Zealand then New Zealand to LA and then LA to Denver. But my Denver oh, flight, no. LA to Denver got canceled. So I had to fly LA to Phoenix and then Phoenix. To, and I, I was, by the end, I was exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So, and then coming home this time, we had to fly from Budapest to Rome, then Rome to Doha and then Doha back home. So we would, Yeah. So we were traveling yeah, for like 30 hours. Car, yeah. yeah. So it's never easy for us. But whenever anyone's yes. like, oh, I travel so far, I'm like, just get over it. You just kind of get used to it. Yeah, especially for people in Australia. Yeah. That's why like my uncle doesn't come so often because they're like getting older and stuff. And it's like, it's not such an easy trip. It's also pricey. Like it's expensive yeah. these days. So. Yeah. Um, if you go, you have to go for like a month. That's kind of how mm-hmm, people look at mm-hmm, it. Because mm-hmm. it's not worth it to go like anyways. No. Whereas you seem to be going like, I'm three weeks here and then I'm back and then I'm three mm-hmm. weeks and then two weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good life. I Can I ask, did you meet Dave East? Like were you in a yeah. music video? Yeah, music video, yeah. So Dave East, uh, Jay Stone, they um, – they had a like a collab song and then Sheck West also. Um now I forgot 
uh, I think Czech West like has a song like maybe like it's called Ballin or something, but like it was like a basketball um um video shoot, and then I was just like a background character, but I was still in it, so that was cool. And then for Davies and Jay Stone, uh, I was like, uh, how do you say like holding like Nipsey Hustle like hoodie that I had, and like they were like showing my shoes and like uh, I think we were, we were riding in a car and then I'm still good with um, Jay Stone like we talk all the time we're, I'm probably gonna meet him sometime this week before I go back to Europe on Monday so yeah it's a it's a cool world it's not that yeah how did you get into the music video like how did that happen mm, well there was like um I think like Nipsey Hustle Memorial thing like an event and like a lot of people came there uh i think jay stone was there uh and then a lot of these celebrities like football players and basketball players all like that kind of like grew up in that community and so over there like i think we exchanged instagrams i think this was, this was like yeah during covid like july 2020 i met all of them and then we just like exchanged contacts and then i think jay stone like asked me to be in a music video and then later i found out that it's a song with dave east um and then just i think basically just through being a fan of nipsey hustle honestly yeah like he even after his life he connected a lot of people so. You know what you just described is like a dream come true for so many people to be like, I just happened to be at like, you know, an event that I wanted to go to, like mm-hmm. to celebrate a rapper that had a profound impact on the music mm-hmm. that I listened to. And then I happened to meet these people. And then all of a sudden I'm in a music video. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, that that is how it turned out. Mm-hmm. But it's it's LA. It's a lot of opportunities. Um, me honestly, like my personal experience and stuff, it is one of the I would say like toxic cities. But if you want to do like entertainment and industry and stuff, like you can do a lot. Maybe you'll not get on the top, but like if that's something you want to do, you always have like those little jobs, I guess. What do you mean by toxic? Just like um, Los Angeles is just like, because everybody here comes for the same thing. They all have the same dream, just be successful in Hollywood and modeling, acting and that stuff. And a lot of people get disappointed. A lot of people just leave everything wherever state they came from and come to Los Angeles. And a lot of I heard a lot of stories that, those people ended up being homeless because they didn't book a role, they didn't sign with an agency or nothing. So a lot of people here get disappointed and a lot of people just play you and just use you for what they can, for like a contact that you have. Uh, There are no honest relationships here. Uh, People that seem like they're friends, they're not really. Um, Because you can just... And just the vibes here, like, it's, I feel like it's not healthy because it's all about, like, social media and, like, 
it's social media is everywhere now but this like here is like really emphasized and it's really like unhealthy like i think people don't have real interactions anymore it's just like they're all nice to your face but like nobody's really going to help you when you need them and it's just like what they can get out of you and that's that's what i mean by toxic and love like if you're like looking for a relationship you're not going to get it here like there's no way cuz like there's too many options and like everybody's nobody's loyal anymore like obviously you have those situations everywhere but here is like really like it's people are messed up here like a lot of people are depressed and they just take it on in you and yeah a lot of um stabs in the back so yeah, yeah. that's so weird everybody's trying to make it you know everybody's yeah. trying to get to the top and not everybody can go so yeah i feel like it's it's a weird culture of like the fame culture of like everyone wants to be famous and everyone wants to a lot of people are faking it like you would you would think oh he just pulled up in a lambo or something and then you later found out it's a rental and then when you see somebody's instagram like a lot of girls like here like girls that go to clubs and stuff uh their instagram be looking fire you know and then in real life like then you see that those likes are actually bought and followers are bought so everybody's like so obsessed with like being liked but they don't even like themselves so that's what's the problem i think my personal opinion yeah yeah i, I was talking about this with my friends the other day actually about like the um the the kind of ego hit that you get from social media mm-hmm. and and kind of the yeah. same way with like dating apps as well of like you know when you get a like when you get a match you just it kind of does something for your ego even though like you may not be interested you just it does something where you like you get the serotonin and you and you feel good and the adrenaline um so yeah i i tend to agree with you that it's like it's a weird world that we live in right now and you know with with LA obviously i can't comment on it but from what i've heard it is a really weird environment where you have the the like rat race but in a in a really different way cuz a lot of um when you're in an environment where most of the people are unsatisfied with where they are with themselves and stuff cuz here like everybody just compares each other like to like other people cuz like they're not happy so it's just like um like it's it's not i feel like it's not healthy for you to be around that type of vibe that type of energy so yeah and that's how it is here especially cuz like my college is not far from hollywood it's like 15 20 minute drive so like i see a lot of this stuff here yeah well hope you i'm sure you're going to you're going to travel overseas and you're not going to be in la forever um do you mind if i ask what did you study uh so I was two and a half years in engineering and then with volleyball it just got too tough with all the games and practices so uh I switched to communication studies cuz that was one of the uh, majors that I can continue and still get my degree in 4 years I wouldn't lose all the credits 
and so I did that and um and also because um they told me that with that you can basically do anything after you can go into reporting you can do human resources social media management um anything so yeah awesome well as i said congratulations um finishing uni or finishing a degree is never yes. easy um we kind of do it we have universities here as opposed to to college so we don't stay off campus well, you just go this is university it's yeah. called california state university but we they also have colleges colleges are kind of like um i what I, from what i understood colleges are a little bit like lower level than the university but uh, and colleges i think are like two years here but this was university so four year oh that's really short two years is really short uh, because that diploma can't really get you anywhere uh from what i understood americans here they go to community college in case they can't pay for university yet and then they use those two years and then with that diploma they can do two years at a university and then that will be counted same as they did four years as in okay. university that's what i got i don't i might be wrong hey to be honest you're asking the wrong person because i definitely have no idea um but yeah. hey you gotta take your own path to get there um I only have one more question for you, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's the probably the hardest question that, that I ask. I ask every guest on the show. Um, but if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of, what would it be? It doesn't have to be the best album of all time. It just has to be an album you think everybody should listen to and appreciate. I always have to tell artists you can't choose your own album. Um, mm-hmm. it helps that, that you haven't released any music yet. Hopefully that comes at some point. Um, but yeah, one album that you think everybody should listen to, to appreciate any genre of music. Um, well, my thing is I have three and I don't think I can say one. Can I say three or it has to be no, one? No, it has to be one. I'm pretty tough on this question. People have asked me. You can talk me through your three, but I would like an ultimate recommendation. Like I said, it doesn't have to be the best album of all time. It's just something you think people should listen to. Uh, this is tough. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say Get Rich or Die Trying just because it's a classic but I do want to mention Pop Smoke's last album and Pink Print Nicki Minaj. But Pink Print is like more like for girls. But like if everybody should listen to it, then it's either or. I would I will say uh, Get Rich or Die Trying just because like it's an older hip hop and rap. But like I really still to this day listen and repeat um, Pop Smoke's latest album. So yeah. That's my answer. There we go. Love it. Um, like I said, it is a tough question I ask. It's very rare that I get anyone who's like really out the gate. Some people are so fast with their answers. They just know immediately. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I've never answered the question because like it's my show. And See, I, so you yeah. can't ask people. No, I can because you it's my show. Answer. It's my show. I get to make the rules. Oh, that's that's yeah, the fun. That's On your podcast, true. you can ask me the question and I'll – and I'll answer, but um, I'm asking you the same question right now. Yeah, but not not on my show. 
Yeah, I'm not going to answer it because um, I don't know. I don't know the answer um, just yet. I've got albums that like are my favorites, but uh-huh. yeah, to pick is Same. is pretty tough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that hence why I'm not like overly strict with it. Um, and I know it's just just fun mm-hmm. anyway. And by the end, I'm going to have so many albums that I have have to listen to um, through all the recommendations that I get. But um, I appreciate you coming through. Obviously, the wonderful, extremely talented Magdalena Urich. Um, she came through. Um, obviously, you can follow her on IG. You've got socials. You've done interviews as well. They're on YouTube as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it is extremely exciting to see, hopefully, the continuation of your career and potentially the start of a music career. I keep talking about it, um, and you were like, just slightly mention it. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, super exciting, extremely uh extremely awesome for me to speak to to an athlete and and see into your headspace, but is there anything you wanted to plug, anything you wanted to shout out before we wrapped up? Um honestly, no. I just want to say that hip hop like there's a lot of stereotype about it, but like I feel like not everybody that listens to hip hop is necessarily criminal, like a lot of people think. So <laughs> I just advise that you just just give it a try. Just give it a try and listen to one hip hop song and then maybe maybe people change their mind about it. Yeah. I think this is a great message for my mom. So and to to be fair, I've tried. Uh, yeah, I've I've tried. Oh, tried. I've tried. Oh, no. I tried showing her like Lauren. She's like she doesn't get it. She just is like Parent, I don't really like the swearing, and I'm like oh, just <laughs> just just like listen past. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've definitely tried. But I feel but- like you have to have something in you. Uh, in order to like that music because like not everybody can like it for, for example my mom also like it's not just the swearing to her like she doesn't feel the rhythm she doesn't feel like the energy to vibe you know like you you have to be like you have to have something in you in order to like like that kind of music i don't think like people start liking hip-hop they either like discovered it way before and like always listen to it or they just don't. So, yeah, I, don't know. I think you're right. Look, I even tried showing her Lauren Hill, um, mm-hmm. and, it, and like, and I was like, if there's something she's gonna like, it has to be Lauren Hill. Like that is iconic. Um, okay. And she was like, it's it's fine. Like she can listen to it, but she wasn't like, all right, I'm into it now. Of like, yeah, I finally, she's gonna, like, yeah, put it on by herself. Yeah, she yeah. definitely yeah. never. So, but, yeah. what does she listen to? Her favorite album, uh, her favorite band is Duran Duran. So I don't even know what that is, to be honest. No it's like <laughs> old, like 70s music. I don't, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I still, maybe I should listen to that to understand her a bit better. Maybe yeah, I'll find some maybe. some commonality if I listen. But yeah, to be honest, I don't think she's overly musical in that sense. Uh, like, see? Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. But for me, like my thing is, I can also listen to my parents' music, like what they listen to, because they listen to Croatian music. So sometimes when I'm in mood, I'll put that. But like for them, like they cannot understand my music. I can understand mine and theirs, but for them, it's just their music. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. I think it's good. If your parents loved uh, hip-hop as well, it might be different for you. 
where like mm-hmm, if they started mm-hmm. bringing you music, you'd be like, okay, just relax. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be weird if my if my mum and my dad started being like, hey, Aaron, check out this song. Especially my dad with his <laughs> accent to be like, yeah, yeah. That would be really strange for me. Yeah. So probably good that that there's a bit of separation in the generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as I said, absolute pleasure. Um, appreciate the time and hopefully you get down to Australia soon so that, uh, yeah, you've got lots yeah. of people to visit. So add that to the bucket list of all the places that you want to go to. I will. And I'll definitely reach out if I do. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under Hip Hop Hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.